Welcome to this bonus edition of Bible Explained Verse by Verse. Today I wanted to talk about tithes and offerings because we've been talking about it a lot in the books of Exodus and Leviticus. And it's also been mentioned a little bit in the book of Genesis a couple of times. Abraham gave a tithe to the Lord, but when Abraham tithed to the Lord, he didn't use any of his own income. He tithed from the spoils of war when he had fought a battle and won. He gave God 10% of the spoils, and the other 90% he gave to the other kings who fought with him and his own men who fought with him, but he didn't take anything for himself. And Abraham always refused to take any type of money from men. He only trusted God for his needs. And he was very rich, but all of his wealth came strictly from God, never people. In the Old Testament, the people were expected to give 10% to God, and they made regular sacrifices of animals. The reason the animals were sacrificed was because their blood atoned for sin, and because the Levites had to work full-time, and they didn't have any other occupation. It was their full-time occupation to receive and perform the service of these sacrifices their payment was the meat from the sacrifices and the bread and sometimes the fruit and vegetables because the people could also bring thankful offerings of grains and they could also bring first fruit offerings of the fruits from their crops. The Levites also got to eat those offerings as well. In the Old Testament, they had a system where men were working full-time actually doing labor in the temple, physical labor. They weren't standing there preaching the gospel. They were performing physical service that took all day long. They were actually performing a service that had to be performed. It's almost like when you go to a restaurant, somebody has to bring the food to your table. Well, when you went to the temple to give a sacrifice, somebody who was sanctified had to receive the sacrifice and perform all the service regarding it. When the people gave offerings to God, it supported the Levites who were doing this work. But again, they weren't standing there simply preaching because talking is free. Anyone can talk anytime they want to. When we share our testimony and share the gospel with our friends, family, and neighbors and co-workers, that's free. It doesn't cost us anything to do that. It's talking. When Jesus or any of the apostles went to the temple to preach the gospel, they never received money from anyone. They never took up collections while they were preaching the gospel. And Jesus would preach for hours and days in the temple. So would Paul. So would the other apostles. They would spend a whole 12-hour day there preaching. During Jesus' ministry, it was actually Judas who collected the money from people and held it in his own purse. And the Bible records that the reason that Judas collected money was so that he could steal from the purse and take for himself. So that's food for thought. There was expenses in the temple that were all necessary. They were all required by God because God required the way that the tabernacle looked. He required the gold, the brass, everything that was used, the wood, he required all of the priestly garments. When the children of Israel had their own temple that King Solomon built, that also was a golden building. It was a permanent structure. It had golden walls as well. All of that is expensive. All the way up until Jesus was crucified, the Jews were still doing sacrifices. Jesus participated in these sacrifices the whole time he was growing up, but that's because he grew up in the Old Covenant. In the New Covenant, we don't need anybody performing physical labor in the temple. 
We don't need a temple that's laden in gold. We don't need priestly garments that Levites have to wear because Jesus died on the cross and his sacrifice was the ultimate and the complete sacrifice. And from that point on, animal sacrifice was never needed. We don't have to support anybody to do physical labor anymore. I personally don't understand why people want to get paid to talk. In the New Testament, some of the apostles did receive money, but those apostles were traveling, and they were also living away from home, and they received money to take care of their expenses. None of them received money to buy mansions and set up palaces for themselves. There were no mega apostles who had you know, millions and millions of dollars like you see today with pastors. Not all of the apostles received money. Paul specifically refused money. He refused to accept any. Every single prophet in the Old Testament, and this goes all the way up through John the Baptist and Jesus, who were actually in the New Testament, and Paul, who was also in the New Testament, not one of them ever received a penny from anyone. And this goes back to Abraham. This goes back to Noah. None of them received any sort of pay for being a prophet. Now, there's tons of prophets today who are billionaires and millionaires, and they take tithe every single day from their followers. But the prophets in the Old Testament actually refused to take pay. They wouldn't take it even when it was offered. When money was offered to Elisha, he refused. Samuel declared before all the people, before he retired, that he had never taken a penny from anyone. And he said, if I have taken money, speak it now. And they all said, nope, you never took a penny from us. They all confirmed what he had said. It's true, you never took our money. John the Baptist lived in the desert and ate nothing but locust and honey that he found wild. He never used money. Jesus left home with nothing but the clothes he was wearing. And that's how he did his ministry. Once his ministry began, he never returned home. He never knew where his next meal was coming from. He slept outside a bunch of times. He told one person, foxes have dens, but I don't have a pillow to lay my head on. And he didn't. He owned absolutely nothing except what he was wearing. There's other examples in the Bible of prophets refusing money. The only people who got regular salaries, so to speak, in the New Testament were the poor in the church, the widows and the orphans. Those were the ones who got money in the church. It was the poorest of the poor. And Jesus said, the world will know you by how you love each other. He didn't say the world will know you by how you love the world. He said the world will know you by how you love each other. Which means when Christians take care of the poor Christians, that's how the world knows that they love them. Now today what you see is Christians making their pastors rich, but they don't take care of the poor in their congregation. They don't give money to the poor people in their congregation. They give money to the pastor who's already richer than they are. Most pastors make more money than a good portion of the people who they preach to in the church. And to me, that makes no sense because I don't see that anywhere in the scriptures. In the New Testament, when the tithe was collected, it was collected specifically for the widows, the orphans who had no man to take care of them, and for the traveling apostles. That's who it was collected for. It was very little money is what I'm saying. It wasn't millions and billions of dollars like you see going in and out of churches today. There are times where Paul talked about him carrying money from one church to another, but he wasn't carrying it for himself. He would go to one church or he would take up a collection from one church. It would be delivered to him and then he would carry it or send it off to another church and give it to them. He didn't keep it for himself. But today you see pastors taking up collections for themselves, namely, or to maintain their building. Now, I'm not against church buildings. Neither is Jesus. And I go to church and I love my church, but we're not obligated to pay for a church building. 
there's no sacrifices anymore done. And you can go out in a field and preach the gospel. You can meet in a field. You can meet at the river. You can meet in someone's home. Preaching the gospel is free. In the Bible, it was always free. You don't need a building to preach it in, although it's definitely a lot more convenient. I'm not trying to say it's wrong to tithe. It's great to tithe. It's a beautiful thing. And if it weren't for people tithing, I would not have a church to go to on Sunday. I'm grateful for people tithing. But just know that the way they did it in the Bible is way different than the way people do it now. And in a lot of ways, there's a lot of error going on today. There's too much money being given to pastors. Very few churches have an account for the poor. There's no physical labor required in the church today. Now, in a sense, there is because they do so many programs and activities that it does require physical labor, but it's by their own choosing. It's not a command from God. In the Old Testament, they were actually commanded to do these sacrifices and maintain the temple. No condemnation. Don't feel bad if you love to tithe. Just keep tithing. Tithe with joy. It's wonderful. A lot of people are gifted to give, and they love to give. They give with a cheerful heart. And that is what the Bible talks about as well. And I know they'll have great rewards in heaven for giving. But if you are listening to a so-called prophet who is a billionaire, I can tell you right now that is not a prophet. And if a church demands money for membership, then it's a cult. I hope that blesses you. And if a church demands money for membership, then it's a cult. I hope this blesses you.